Welcome to the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast, where I empower you to achieve your weight loss goals and live a healthier, happier life. I'm your host, Kara Hackelman, a dedicated weight loss coach and advocate for positive change. Join me as we dive into insightful conversations, expert tips, and inspiring stories to help you transform your relationship with food and your body. Get ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery and sustainable weight loss. And don't forget to stick around until the end for a special call to action that can kickstart your transformation. Let's get started. I want to talk to you today about the basics because I talk all the time about the basics, but the deal is with these basics, okay, is that you're going to start there. Those are the four simple steps. And I'll tell you this time what we, what it is. And if you want more details about each basic, how to do it kind of thing, you'll just go to the free course that's online, um, coachingcara.com forward slash free course. But I'm going to give you a quick overview today of the basics. However, the thing that I want to talk about is once you learn these four simple steps, the basics, you keep it basic. And that's the part that people don't do. They don't keep it basic. They keep adding drama. So to keep it basic, we have to get rid of the drama. And the drama keeps coming back. That's where insecurities are. That's where old habits are. That's where all of the thing that has kept you from losing weight before is. Yes, the basics might be completely different than what you've ever heard of before, but they're simple. And usually what happens is our brain starts saying, but that's not going to be enough. Where's all the rules? Everybody wants to know where the rules are. And I keep telling you, four simple steps. That's the rules if you want to call it that. One of my favorite things I've uh, recently really clicked into place in my head is this uh, difference between self-care and uh, self-caring. I heard it out of a book and I had to kind of mull it over for quite a while. And so I was reading um, Karen, I I thought it was on my desk, but it's not. I was reading um, Karen Koenig's book, uh, Words to Eat By. And there's a section in there about motivation and pride. There's a section in there about self-care versus self-caring. And some of these things really struck me. I really liked them. And so as I uh, was reading it, I was like, yeah, 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 I got it. I got it. I understand this. Probably like you do when you listen to me a lot of the times. Um, Nothing is earth shattering. But sometimes some things just hit you just right and then It feels not like it's brand new information, but it feels like a shift, just enough of a shift that it feels different. It sounds different. There's something that just clicks or settles in this time as you hear it. And so as I was hearing this self-care, which we all do self-care, right? Um, Maybe you lotion your body or you spend the time to put some makeup on or you schedule your doctor's appointments, you get a massage or a pedicure. We do things that are self-care. Self-caring is a mindset. It's who you are, who you're being, who you're becoming. And as you're doing those things, you're becoming a person who who just cares about themselves. They practice this self-caring, this mindset, this becoming, I am a, uh, I, I am, I am a person who self-cares. And as I was thinking about that, I thought, 
it sounds so simple and it sounds so silly to be a person who takes care of themselves, but we are not, um, we haven't grown up. I was going to say we're not indoctrinated. We are indoctrinated against doing that. We were not brought up in a way, um, especially women, to be able to just absolutely take care of ourselves. And so as I was thinking about this, I was thinking that a lot of times we're told that we should do more for others. We should put ourselves last. And I'm a Christian person. I've told you many times I am. And I know what the Bible says about that, but it does not say to not include yourself, which is what putting others before us a lot of times means to most women. And that is not what that means at all. And so as you take excellent care of yourself, it's the first lesson for knowing how to take care of other people too. And so as you give yourself more grace, more forgiveness, you're going to give that to others. And so um, as this act of self-care, usually what I hear people say is, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to take care of my own needs. I'm taking care of everybody else. If you don't, um, a friend of mine recently was talking to me about responsibility. And she said like what she realized with that self-caring piece was that she's responsible for herself. No one else is. And so she was talking about it with um, something else about a relationship. But as I heard her say that, that um, she is the one who's ultimately responsible for herself. When you think about it with self-care, you are ultimately responsible for yourself there too. So if you are not taking care of yourself, who is going to? And so, yeah, we have friends and family who want to take care of us too, but ultimately it's our responsibility. And so as it's our responsibility, we are the ones who need to really get going with the self-care thing. And if we're telling ourselves, I don't have time, or it costs too much money, or whatever we're telling ourselves, it's taking away from the family. Those were things I told myself for years. And as you say that, who else is going to take care of you? Um, and then you wrap it all in with our weight loss where we think, I am the one who did this to myself. I should have never gotten in this place in the first, you know, in the first place. And I should have never gotten to this place in the first place. <laughs> A lot of words of place there. And then we feel guilty and ashamed. And then that really piles on that we should not be taking care of ourselves. We should not be taking the time or the money or the attention to get this figured out. And so we don't. And then we just keep piling it on. We don't learn. We don't figure it out. We don't understand. And then we're at a place where we have even more weight on and we're even more miserable. And the only thing that makes you a little happy is giving all of yourself to someone else, which is becoming a codependent thing because now you need them to approve of something in your life. So I wanted to squirrel down that rabbit hole so that you could see that is exactly what happens in our brains. So to bring this back to the original topic, I'm going to talk to you real quick about the four basics. I'm going to talk to you about keeping it simple. So if it if you are understanding what the four basics are, and then you're like, well, how do we keep it simple? Go back to, it's like that, you know, what's step one, second step, go back to step one, four basic steps. And the only thing after that is to keep it basic. 
Keep it simple. Keep the drama out. Keep managing that. And that's exactly what life coaching is. So as I help you decide what you want and we figure out like what it was that you wanted and why and what's important to you, what your goals are, how you're going to aim for it, then after that, we just stay on track. And everything I help you with is how to stay on track, how to keep the drama out, get rid of that drama and keep it basic. So four basic, simple steps, whatever you want to call them, water, sleep, only eat when you're hungry, and then plan for caring for yourself. And so with my planning, what I'm going to say is I'm specifically talking about what foods you want, making sure they're available. It's hard to take care of yourself if you don't even have food in the house. So planning for what foods you're going to have available to yourself. If you're going out, what foods you think would feel good in your body, what sounds good to taste good, making a plan. And so that way you've already made a decision about what it is that you think you even want. And then you can kind of put it in alignment with um, how, like, how's my body been feeling? What have I been wanting to eat? Do I have the time for that? Like, we're not going to make a 10-course meal on a night that the kids have to get ran to six different soccer sports, high school sports, whatever lessons, right? You're going to make it so that it's doable in your life. So that's part of that planning it's part of that self-care that I was telling you about, that just being. I am a person who takes care of myself, and I do that by making sure I get fed. You wouldn't accidentally like see if you know a baby. I always go to babies because they, they are the ones that we took the best care of, and then somehow we stopped taking care of ourselves. You wouldn't just expect a baby to fend for themselves. You'll, you'll find something in the fridge, baby. You'll come up with it. No, you make sure. Like Sometimes you even plan your activity day around their sleep schedule. You figure out when the best times are going to be. You understand what the baby's needs are, and so you accommodate them. Self-caring is the same kind of thing. So as you're making these plans for food or, you know, it's a check-in time with your body. And so sometimes I think like, well, I have been extra tired. So then I'm like, well, do I need a mental release? Do I need to go to bed sooner? Like what? It's, it's like giving yourself gifts, but like just, it's just the same thing with your kids. You, you know what they need. You know what is very helpful to them. And so then you just make it happen. Doing that for yourself. You become that person by planning what your body needs. The more you think about what you and your body needs, what you want, it's you becoming that person. You are just a person who takes care of your needs. And planning them is thinking through it ahead of time. One less thing to think about throughout the day. So that was the fourth step. Now I'm working on backwards here for you. The third one was only eating when you're hungry. So if it's lunchtime and you're not hungry, just wait. I know that sounds silly, but that's seriously it. When we are hungry, we eat. When we are no longer hungry, we don't eat. And so learning that, some people call it doable hunger. And so understand, we don't have to eat because everybody else is. We don't have to eat because the clock says it's time. We do not have to eat because someone gave us something. Um, 
And we definitely wanna stop eating whenever we're just emotional and we're looking for comfort or entertainment or some kind of stress relief that we think our food is gonna give us. Food is delicious and wonderful and it does bring pleasure and it should be used for hunger. And so when we have met that, yes, I am hungry, we eat. And then when I'm no longer hungry, I've learned how to listen to the cues of my body. And I teach you that. Like, I, I love to help you get so in tune with what, am I feeling something or am I hungry? Like, how do I know the difference between emotions and physical hunger? And I, I, I love explaining that to people. People are like, I did, all the women that I've worked with will say like, I didn't even realize, or I didn't know that was a cue from my body telling me that I've had enough. And so... As we work through that, you'll 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 gain so much competence in your understanding your body, but that knowledge, that understanding, it moves back into that original thing, self-caring, caring for yourself by knowing your body better than anyone else. So the next step is, and that's usually the hardest one. So um, a lot of the mind drama and the the enough. Because we're so used to overeating. We're so used to kind of like over-medicating with food. And learning how to do that differently, it goes hand in hand with managing the drama. So the, the second step I said was sleep. We recommend seven to nine hours of sleep. That is the average that all, every doctor I've ever heard of has recommended. All the research says seven to nine hours of sleep. And so uh, as you're sleeping... Um, and, and I, I did a wonderful uh, podcast interview with a sleep study, a, a sleep and obesity doctor who gave us really wonderful tips on how to get sleep, help us understand a lot of that. Seven to nine hours of sleep. If you are not sleeping, your body doesn't get to go into that recovery mode. And that recovery mode is when it's going to lose a lot of its fat release the fat. And so you're giving yourself, uh, you're missing out on that to be able to have it. So like the first two steps are water and sleep. And it's important that they're there first, because if you're not sleeping, it's very hard to lose weight, especially because when you're not sleeping, your hormones go all crazy on you. And the ones that tell you you're hungry get louder. And so they will become more urgent. So as you're lacking sleep, you're not only going to have a hard time losing weight, you're going to have so much more urges, cravings, that it's going to be uncomfortable to even try to eat within a doable hunger. The step one I said, basic number one, was water. And so different doctors, different research says different things. 64 ounces of water, no sugar, no fat, no caffeine, whatever else. If you want to put the little sweetener packet in it that doesn't have sugar or caffeine, fine, count that. But 64 ounces of water a day as a minimum. And so many of the women that I work with, they end up having a little bit more. So they have um, a bottle or two more if they're doing bottles. Some people do a gallon of water a day. Um, another doctor says something, uh, a lot of people will tell us that like half of your body weight is how many ounces of water you should have a day. The thing about water is, as you get water in your body, your cravings are going to are going to quiet down. A lot of times our body tells us we're hungry 
when we're actually dehydrated. We're thirsty, but it's, it knows that it gets your attention whenever it says you're hungry. So you'll eat. Well, when you eat, you get water. When you eat, usually you get thirsty. You need to wash it down something so you get more drinks in with it. So you get fluids. So as you are drinking water, you're not going to be as hungry. You're not going to deal with all the cravings or as much of that. With that, the other part of it is you need water in your body to make all of your systems function. If you do not have water, your nervous system suffers, your lymphatic system suffers, everything suffers. Your muscles get inflamed and there's not enough fluid to keep them cool and uh, your joints aren't lubricated as well. Here's the big one. If you are not drinking enough water, you're also missing out on the opportunity to be able to lose weight. Your body needs water to flush the fat cells as it releases fat. So if you are dehydrated, you're not gonna lose as much weight. It doesn't have that water to pull from to flush it. And you're fighting that battle. Same thing with the sleep. If you are not drinking enough water, you get more urges and cravings so that your body can get the water. If you're not getting enough sleep, you get more urges and cravings too. Your body's looking for energy, it's looking for comfort, and so it'll it'll give you more cravings and urges. So that is what I have for you today, all right? The four basics, and I go into uh, more tips and ideas, tricks, how to how to do those in that free course, that coachingcara.com forward slash free course. It's a five-day uh, online course that's really quick, easy. It gives you a, a good foundation of understanding on how to take care of yourself, how to lose weight. So back to what I said, keep it basic. That is so hard for people to set to do. Water, sleep, eat when I'm hungry, those don't even sound like diet rules. They're not diet rules. We have been so indoctrinated with diets that we think it has to be hard, it has to be impossible, or it's not going to be good enough. We have to be miserable or we're not going to lose weight. And that's not true. Just learning how to take care of yourself differently is enough. It absolutely works. So as you're figuring this out... I would love to walk with you. I would love to be that accountability person. I would love to be your coach, help you figure this out. Let you lean on my years of wisdom, my helping other people, and my coaching ability. If you understand yourself so much better, the drama is just going to be like a, a passing moment in your brain. Otherwise, it kind of moves in and it packs bags and it spreads out in there and it, it does. It affects other areas that you might not have realized. So um, get started with the, the free course first and then know that is exactly how I help people. I help you do those basics and keep it basic. I help you repeat that process again and again and again and become the person who just takes care of themselves. So as that all happens, guess what? You lose weight. You're not overeating. You don't have extra huge cravings. When you have a craving, you're like, yeah, that sounds good. I don't want it. And, and you're fine and you go on. It's not like the food has a gravitational pull to you anymore. 
That is exactly what coaching is. That's how I help people. So if that sounds good to you, get started with the free course and then uh, check back with me every week. I love to do online or not on public live, but like consultations for people so that we can see what your personalized solutions might look like for your weight loss. See if you would like to work with me, how that would work and what it would look like and just answer all your questions. So I will get off here for now and I will see you next week. Have a good week. That wraps up another empowering episode of the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast. I hope you found inspiration and actionable insights that will propel you towards your weight loss goals. If you're ready to dive deeper and accelerate your progress, don't miss out on our free five-day quick start weight loss course. Head over to coachingkara.com forward slash free course to gain access to a wealth of valuable resources, guidance, and support. The time for change is now, and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. Remember, your transformation starts with a single step. Take that step today and unlock the life you deserve. Stay tuned for our next episode, and remember to keep striving for greatness.